on their backs, butt them in the mouth, knock their ass in the dirt. That's what we got to do. We got to stop that buddy ball, smash everybody in the mouth. Hey, baby, we're going to be here all day, baby. I like this kind of party. I like this kind of party, baby. This is Hour 3 of Big Dog Sports Talk with Rick Watson on the WRAD Talk Network. Remember, with great power comes great responsibility. You know what that means? Do you? We're the underdog. We're mutts. My number one play is the power sweep. If you only knew the power of the dark side... Dog Sports Talk Power Hour. Here on this Wednesday. Hope you're doing well wherever you might be. David Till joins us a little bit later on. But as is not always the case, but in most cases, it's time now for the Roth Report here on BDST. From the talk of the New River Valley WRAD, it's time for the Roth Report. Presented by the University Club of Virginia Tech, Blacksburg's premier private club and event venue. Now along with Virginia Sports Hall of Famer and current ESPN broadcaster Bill Roth, here's Rick Watson. And he's in studio with us. Good to see you, William. Good morning. It's good to see you, too. I think people think we're always together in this room. <laughs> they do. This. They do. They think oh. every few weeks I drive over. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, it's a little chilly this morning. I, yeah, you know, we got teased yeah. yesterday. I thought it was going to be so warm again. It yeah. felt like summertime walking across I campus. And then this morning, I'm yeah. out with the dog, and it's like we're not there yet. Come on, hurry up. <laughs> get it going. Get it going. Get it going. All right. Well, let's get it out there. First of all, congratulations to you. It's exciting time uh, back as the voice, along with uh, Mike Burnup uh, as Virginia Tech football back where you belong. Thank you. I'm really excited about it for a lot of reasons, obviously, reuniting with Mike. But to be involved with Tech football at a point now where the, this is going to be a really exciting era with, with Coach Pry and his staff and these players and the commitment that athletics and the university overall has made to coaches' salaries and to facilities. And this is going to be really good. Virginia Tech is going to win an awful lot of football Absolutely. games. Absolutely. I don't know when, right? This isn't. You know, right? It won't be like yeah, football. It's not like you know, you you go do this and then next year you win fourteen games. I think, but I think our fans realize that. I think they do. I mean, at least if you if you kind of watch the sport overall, you see how long it takes. But anyway, I'm really excited about that and to be back with Burnup. And you know, we've talked an awful lot. We did not expect this to happen, even in the last couple of months. We did not expect this to happen. But uh, everyone who was involved in this was so flexible and welcoming and understanding. And A led to B, which led to C, which led to this whole thing <laughs> happening. Did not expect it. Uh, and life can be funny sometimes, you know. And, 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 but most of all, I'm, I'm excited to re-engage with Virginia Tech's fan base. Oh, and yes. And they're ready to re-engage with you. Whether you're a student <laughs> or whether you're uh, a student athlete or, or an alum or just a fan or – a retiree that lives around here or anywhere, right? I, I, I'm obviously this place has a tremendous affinity 
for me to what tech is, what it's about, and what our community is about. And, and so it's exciting for me to, to get back with these people, my peoples. Your peoples, that's right, your peeps. We are taking calls. Bill wants to hear from you, by the way. Call us up. Well, we want to talk about the Hokies. The Hokies, that's right. We don't want to necessarily just talk about just Bill, no. but uh, call us up, 639-4900. Let's go to the phones. Good morning. Who's this? Uh, good morning. Good morning, Rick. This is uh, Jim McAllister. Hey, Jim. How are you? Got a question or comment for Bill? I do, uh, Bill, and I do have a, a question about the Hokies. But uh, my, my question is about, and, and first of all, I want to thank you for uh, coming back into the booth with Mike. Everybody's obviously tremendously excited about that. And But um, I know you've done a lot. Uh, you'll be juggling uh, with the SME program that you've been uh, so focused on along with your Westwood and, and now the Hokie football. But my question, uh, Bill, is about the SME uh, program that you guys have built up to the tremendous um, product that you're producing from there. And I wanted to ask you, if you could, could you comment about how it compares and contrasts to the Syracuse program that you graduated from and, uh, and where you see it going in the future? Sure. And thank you for the question, and thank you for your comments, Jim. Uh, I'm really excited about our SMA program, Sports Media and Analytics at Virginia Tech. We started as a concentration. Now it's a full-blown major, and our comm department is now the School of Communications. And the reason for that is a gentleman named Bob Denton, who's retiring here in the spring. But Dr. Bob Denton, Dr. Robert Denton, has been an incredible proponent of what we wanted to do. It's something we talked about even before I left initially back in maybe 2010, uh, our program focuses on journalism, writing, blogging, production. ACC Network Studio in Lane Stadium is huge. So many of our students are doing that. Most jobs, you know, Riggle, most jobs are behind the scenes. Right. Not everyone's holding Absolutely. a microphone or standing in front of a camera. And those jobs continue to grow. Uh, people say, well, people aren't watching TV. No, they're consuming information on different platforms. So maybe 2.2 million people are watching SportsCenter on Twitch today. Someone is still producing it and shooting it and editing the highlights and being on camera. Yeah, yeah. Um, as for Syracuse, that's a really good question. And this, was, this is my take. Syracuse will always be able to do things that no other school can do. Always. Because of its tradition, its alumni base, the, the millions of dollars the Newhouse Group has given to that school. Okay, Syracuse will always be able to do things that nobody else can do. What my job was... And what, and what I focus on is we can do things they can't. Virginia Tech can do things with our students that they can't. That's right. That's right. Whether that's, well, baseball. Syracuse doesn't have a baseball team. Okay. So what can we do there? Interaction with our coaches. They don't have that at Syracuse. Our kids, Evan Hughes, when he started at Virginia Tech as a sophomore, he was doing a podcast with the softball coach. Right, right. Um, in the community, whether it's – Something over here with this radio group, with the, there, there's more other radio groups, yeah, TV yeah. stations in Roanoke. Uh, we we are able to get our kids involved in things, and everyone has been uh, so welcoming. The way our kids act, uh, the way our kids are are coached up, so to speak, and uh, we we can do some things here that are that are really good. And that's been my focus is to is to make us stand out. And uh, what's the future? Well, I'm not going anywhere, I can assure you, that even though I'm going to be doing the football games, my, I'm really passionate about these kids and their parents. It almost feels like my own team. <laughs> it does. Yeah, you already have a you already have. A you know, I have my own team, and it's because I know the parents. Like, tomorrow, uh, we have a young lady coming up from Winston-Salem, 
and she's a high school senior. Rick, listen to this. Uh, Lindsay's her name. See, this isn't the NCAA. I can mention kids' names. I can buy them lunch. But uh, she started her own newspaper at her own high school in Winston-Salem. Really? They didn't have it because they they didn't have the money. She says, we can still do a newspaper. And she's the editor-in-chief. And she's she's from Winston, so, you know, it's not too far down the road. Uh, She likes Georgia. She, she got into Georgia and Virginia Tech. That's really hard. That's really hard to do. And, yeah. And, yeah. and she's going to be great regardless of where she goes. And I told her that. I said, if you can go to Georgia, you're going to have a great time. <laughs> That's right. You're going to do great. You come to Virginia Tech, you're going to have a great time, and you'll do well here too. So we're going to meet her tomorrow. So anyway, I get to meet these students and yeah. their parents. And, and then to see them get jobs, it's amazing. Yeah, you can see. I know that's one of your favorite parts of all this. I know yeah, that is yeah. dealing with the young people. Got to get them jobs. Absolutely, that's the bottom right, line. Right. That's that's the yardstick we're going by. We're not going by awards. That's right. Yeah, it's getting gigs. Get, yeah, yeah. It's the Roth Report. Bill Roth in studio with us. He's taking your calls. Let's go back to the phones. Good morning. Who's this? Hi, it's Wayne. How are you? Hey, man. I'm doing okay. You got a question or comment for Bill? I do. Uh, I've got a, kind of a two part question, but they're both short. Uh, First, I want to make a comment. Welcome back, Bill. Thanks, uh, you started in 87. I started in 88, so I feel like we kind of came in together. So, uh, <laughs> nice. You know, uh, yeah, great, great to hear the voice again. Uh, so, first question, you can answer this later, uh, as I always want to know about. want to know about more about Baxter, of course. And, uh, and the, second question, the second question was, uh, you know, now that you're working in there, now you've got the pressure of the students analyzing you, don't you? So that's going to be some big pressure for you, right, Bill? Thanks, yeah. Wayne. Thanks. Well, first of all, thanks about ba- Baxter's my true passion. This is true. This right, is the true. dog. Yeah. yeah. Baxter's a one-year and one-month-old golden doodle. Baxter was – you ready for this? Baxter's actually from a breeder in Alabama. Yeah, I think you told me that. He's yeah. from the deep south. You gotta, yeah, you got to find him anywhere you can find him, right? And he was the second litter. Mom is a golden. Dad is a poodle. And the first le- uh, litter – was eight puppies, and three of the eight are service dogs. Totally bred for temperament, and they're, he's so chill. He do, he's easier for me to operate than my dishwasher. <laughs> he does exactly what he, we had him trained. He's actually gone through the service dog training, That's which cost me thousands of dollars. That's another issue, but uh, uh, he's he's he's. I, I had him professionally trained. He went four, four weeks every day to a boot camp for a month, so which. It's really for the dog owner. That's right. That's you right. That's so right. Anyway, he's doing great. Thanks so much. And the second question? Thanks, Wayne. I forget. Um, oh, about now your students will be critiquing yeah, I get you. that anyway. I'm getting that anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah I, come, I do a game on Saturday on TV, and they come back, you told us you're supposed to do this. Yeah. Yeah. 639-4900. We're going to break away, but we're also getting text messages on the text line. Hallelujah. Uh, this is Hokey Bob, uh, back together with Burnup, just like frickin' Frack, Rowan and Martin, Martin and Lewis, <laughs> Crosby and Hope. He's bringing all Cosby and Hope. Uh, great to have you home, Bill. Uh, thank you very much. Home sweet home. Hokey Bob. Thank you, Bob. How about that? Pretty cool. Bill Ross in studio. It's the Roth Report. He's going to be calling that the spring game thing this weekend. So this is going to be cool. We'll get some game insight week, now. Yeah. yeah, game week, to say the least. Bill Roth, the Roth Report in studio. We'll be back. More coming up. Here on the Wednesday edition. Don't go away.
First in Maine is a beautiful shopping center located right here in Blacksburg. It has the perfect mix of shops, restaurants, and entertainment. Grab some new shoes and accessories at Runabout Sports and Walkabout Outfitter to make your hikes around the NRV even better. Looking to grab a bite to eat? Well, First in Maine has great restaurants like Zoe's Kitchen, Bull and Bones, Avellino's, and El Rodeo. Looking for some family entertainment? Then check out B&B Theaters for movies, the arcade, and bowling. Visit First in Maine today. The official entertainment destination of Virginia Tech Athletics. Hey, Hokie fans and alums, have you ever wanted to throw an event or dine with friends with Lane Stadium as your backdrop? Well, now you can. University Club of Virginia Tech is now offering memberships with the complete club experience. You'll have member access to dine during the week, a quiet place to work, an incredible venue to host private events, and most importantly, a setting that fosters community and relationships. For more information, go to universityclubofvt.com. That's University Club of vt.com louise baker the louise baker team with long and foster realtors hire an experienced real estate agent to help you navigate the world of purchasing your property dealing with lenders selecting properties seeing the inside making an offer and all of the details to closing let a professional help you with the steps louise baker long and foster realtors contact us at nrv homes with an S.com. From the classroom to the studio to the stadium, it's time to catch up on the latest from Virginia Tech Sports Media and Analytics Program. Today's SMA update is brought to you by First in Maine, Blacksburg's premier destination to eat, drink, shop, and play. And it is the Roth Report here on BDST. Bill Roth's in studio with us and uh, the SMA. Rocking and rolling. We've got three weeks from today is the last day of class. So we're coming down the stretch, so to speak. But two cool things that I think, you know, we do more than just like broadcast games or cover games. There's there's a lot of different things that we do in the program. And so a lot of it is what's currently happening in the industry. So, for example, this past weekend, I'm not sure if you followed along, Rick, or if anyone listening has, Adam Schefter tweeted on the yes, death, yes, which was very tragic. 24-year-old Ohio State legend. Uh, was on an interstate in South Florida. Right. was hit by a dump truck. And Schefter, very insensitive tweet. He was. Basically calling him an NFL bust. Yeah, and in, then, oh, by the way, yeah. In, the, yeah. in, in, his, in, in his tweet, in his, his lead in his obituary, and we talked about, okay. And by the way, Schefter did apologize, took it down, a long apology about how he was insensitive and unprofessional. and when, when, So we talked about that as a group, that – First of all, the kids that I'm working with are 18 to 21, so they can kind of relate to a 24-year-old getting hit by a truck. Sure. Okay. Um, and, you know, we've been through it, right? Because, you know, we're, we're older. We've seen right. tragedies like this. Um, when, when the Kobe Bryant thing happened, my students were, like, crying. It was the first time. So you have to try to remember yourself as a 20-year-old, and you remember Haskins – as this great Ohio State quarterback. And that's how he needs to be remembered, right? And as a brother and as a Absolutely. son and as a friend and how hard it is to be, how hard it is to get a college scholarship at Ohio State and then how hard it is to be an elite, one of the great quarterbacks ever at Ohio State, how hard it is to be a good or great NFL quarterback. It's really hard, okay? So you don't mock someone, certainly not the day of his tragedy in the media for that. And so 
they, the, 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 there was almost some, some some people were bitter at Schefter in no, my group. The league, especially like, players. Ooh, right. NFL play. Oh man, because <laughs> they look at him. This guy's a great teammate. This is a great guy to have in our locker room. He wanted to be an elite NFL player, like right. he was in the league. Call. Okay, so we talked about that a little bit, and then everyone got to, to share it. And it's very interesting when you hear students, developing journalists, talk about that kind of thing. So we use that as a teaching moment. Um, it's going to happen, right? It is. At any it point, in, 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 if you're in journalism, sports journalism, it there are tragedies like this, unfortunately. And so you have to be able to take a breath and be classy and, and understand it. And the other thing we're talking about um, is – so the Brooklyn Nets are being sued. Are you following this? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. The, the dance team, the 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 Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets, yes. The Brooklyn Nets, that's their dance team. That's a great name. Someone took a picture, a, photo, a journalist took a picture, and then the Nets used it without his permission. And so we talk about that, that if, Rick, if I take a picture of you right now, right, it's my picture. Right. It ain't yours. Right. So that's that's the way it is. That's it. Yeah. And, 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 and you can go to the beach in any, right? <laughs> yeah. There's a supermodel. You take that you picture. Take your, click, click, click. It's my picture. It's posted. Yeah. Yeah. It's not yours. Yes. Okay. That's the, okay. Now, what I do with it, that's a different thing. There's there's rights of publicity that people have, but, but, but it's mine. And you just can't, another team can't use it. The model couldn't use it. The Lynettes can't use it. Mm-hmm. That's a great point. So we're talking about that. Which Now, that's just the U.S. law. Is it really? Just in here? Okay. I didn't realize it was just in the United States. No, those okay. are our laws. I'm those sure. are our laws. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Russia, for example, the law. <laughs> <is slightly different. laughs> I mean, I don't know that you're allowed to take. I, unless there's a sign that says no photos, you can take a picture in public. But some places, I don't know what the rules are in Yemen. Right, you may right. not be able to walk around with a camera. Well, this is true. Yeah, Just jerk it right. Anyway, yeah. that's what we're doing. We're talking about the New Jersey Nets are going through because that was their PR department that put it out, and then the Schefter thing. Well, there you go. Continuing education of real life issues that uh, obviously get involved with what we're doing in our sporting worlds. Yeah. Speaking of sporting world, you and Eddie Royal on the call this weekend for the spring game. Really excited about it, and uh, so Eddie and I are doing it on TV. Danny Noakes yeah. and Mike Burnup will do the radio side. This used to be before it was the big dog, big dog's cave, was the <laughs> right. Danny Noakes clubhouse. Right, exactly. So Danny and Burnop will do radio. Eddie and I will do TV uh, with Taylor on the sidelines. She's great. I've worked with her a bunch. Uh, I'm curious to watch Jason Brown and Grant Wells yes. as quarterback. You got some big stuff happening in this game potentially. Jason, yeah. you know, Jason's from Fredericksburg. <clears throat> he played at South Carolina. Grant is from Charleston, West Virginia. And grew up a Marshall fan, played for them. I did Marshall's bowl game two years ago on TV right. <clears throat> when they played yeah. Buffalo. And I had a chance to talk with their coach at the time. Doc Holliday was their coach about Grant. I think he committed to Marshall when he was in, like, fourth grade. <laughs> okay, so he was a, he was a Marshall guy. Um, you know, if you take a look at his accomplishments, they're great. So both he and, and Brown have done really well at other schools. And, and that's the one advantage. That's what's different. In, in this, I think tech fans understand it. It is a rebuild, so to speak, but the timeline is different. Like Frank Beamer, when he came in '88, I'm sorry, '87. Um, if you go back and look at it, Tech was on probation and independent. It took seven years to get the Tech's very first bowl game. Okay, 
Um, if you look at the landscape now, because of the portal, you can reload quicker. Yes. You can bring in players quicker. Now, that doesn't guarantee success. No, it does not. It does not. And I think that's what's really important. For example, Florida State, I just got back from Tallahassee. Florida State's had four straight losing seasons. That's okay. an amazing statement four right in, there, a row, in itself. Okay. The last two under Coach Norvell, right? they've had the portal. Mm-hmm. Now, COVID kind of messed them up two years yeah. ago. Yeah, okay. yeah. But just because you can get kids in the portal doesn't automatically mean the Seminoles are going to be a great football team. They are not, or they weren't. Now, this year, probably better. I think Florida State does have a winning season this year. But just because you bring in a new coach and you've got the portal and have great tradition, Nebraska's had five straight losing seasons. <laughs> well, that's right. Okay. So other teams are trying to beat you. And, and that's why, to, to, to quote so many coaches, whether it was Beamer or Coach Greenberg, winning is hard because the guy on the other side, he's trying to whip your fanny too. Um, but when I look at the staff that Brent Pry has and I look at his pedigree and what he is about and what his assistants are about and the commitment that the staff that the athletics has made, the university has made to facilities and coaching salaries. You cannot help but be excited. I agree. I, he was on the show. I was so impressed with his vision, and I just liked what I heard. You can tell when a guy's real. You know, does that make sense? When you hear his voice and the way his conviction, and I just felt going back, you know what? They're going to be just fine. They're going to be just fine. We just don't know when. We don't know when, right. But they're going to be okay. And I like the energy of the staff. Moving players. We got around. a football game at Lane Stadium Saturday. I just heard Brent do the weather. That's exciting. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Bill's back. We're just all excited. All right, here we go now. Uh, it's time now. I hope you've had time to think about it. We didn't really lock this down, but it's time now for Bill's top three brought to you by the NRV Heart Clinic. Three, two, one. Are you ready for today's countdown? It's time for Bill's top three, presented by New River Valley Heart Clinic in Radford. All right. Where are we going? <laughs> Top three things about a Virginia Tech home football game. There we go. I like it. I like why it. Why you should buy season tickets. Yes. Why you why should <laughs> I already is a not, salesman for not his sure. program. No, not yet. No. Uh, Think about that. You're driving around. You're sitting at home. What are the top three things that make it so cool? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this This one... Is I think it's so cool. Not only do you have the great success of the stick and ball sports with baseball and softball, softball top three in the country, but yeah. with what this weekend means for the Virginia Tech community as well, and to have a celebration of the sports and life, and also recognizing you know the the, the tragedy. I mean, it's just I think it's the perfect blend of what the Hokie spirit's about. Yeah. By the way, I went I was I went to the softball game Friday night at Tallahassee. Oh, that's right. You were, yeah, yeah. It was amazing. It was one of the best tech sporting events I'd ever seen. I can imagine. And then 23 runs on Saturday? Yeah. Really? (laughs) That was really cool to watch. They've got a really nice team. And the atmosphere was great. You know, softball's fun. The game's over in 90 minutes. Florida, the place was packed, sold out. Fans are roaring for both sides. Tech player parents were there. That's cool. That's cool. All right, number three, enter Sandman. (laughs) Enter Sandman. And this is just for the spring game, right? This no, is just this no, is their no, football overall, set. Yeah, okay, yeah, gotcha. Think, okay, overall. You know, I think the way that the 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 tech fan base in, can impact a game. I was talking with that. There's there's a couple of new people in the athletics department who who've never seen a game at Lane that have been hired in the last I don't know ninety days. And we were talking about the stadium, and we were walking around yesterday talking about 
how close the stands are. And I said, the fans here are more than just spectators. They can impact the game, and here's why. And we talked about how the south end zone is right on top of the field over there and how our fans, rightly so, feel that they can they can change the outcome yeah, of a game. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, and, the, and the best part of it, and, and this is going to sound sappy, it's the it's the reunion of of Hokies from eight to eighty eight that come. No, that's what no makes doubt. it that's what makes it special. The fellowship is the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's number one. That's a good number one. I mean, that's what it is, and that's what everybody's gonna be feeling and uh you're helping bringing that home, I know. But so. this is a solemn weekend. It's a great it is. opportunity to get everybody on campus again. But April sixteenth, you know, and I've I've mentioned this in the past that particularly kids who were in school at that time, or people who worked at Tech when the tragedy occurred here, is that, you know, I don't know if everyone knows this, but there were over 20 Tech students who were shot yet survived that day. Right, right. Okay, we know 32, Mm -hmm. right? But over 20 students were shot and survived. Not one transferred. That's awesome. Not one student said, I don't want to continue my education here. This isn't the place for me. I'm going to go to a college or university closer to where I'm from because of the trauma. They all stayed and they all graduated. And when you are a student at Virginia Tech, the best days of your life are on that campus, right? Whether it's at the stadium, whether it's in a dorm or sorority or fraternity, whether it's downtown, whether it's in a classroom, you maybe meet your par- your partner, your spouse, whatever, right? The best things in your life happen at Tech. Well, for a lot of people, the worst day of your life also happens here. And that's what happened to so many people, yeah, thousands, sure, sure. 30-something thousand students and all of our people, okay? But it's the cumulative effect of the best things and the worst things in your life doing it together with other Hokies. That's the bond that brings people together. Very well said. You have been yeah. through the greatest days and some trying, challenging days with the same people. And those people are your friends for life, or more than friends, right? Yeah. For a lot of people. Sure. And and that's what that's the bond that is so unique here. And I told that I told that to Williams. I told that to Buzz when he first got hired. I said, dude, this is not Marquette. I said, it's not Marquette. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we talked about that a lot. He gets it. He's at another place now that's kind of similar. But not A&M. exactly, right? Yeah, I mean, it's it's, yeah. it's it, but we we talked a little bit about what what the community is like, and we'll see that this weekend, and we'll celebrate uh, having everybody back on campus. A ton of NFL guys are coming back. Yeah, as they should, as they should. Yeah. Well, great stuff, man. Always great to have you in studio. It's and nice uh, to be in here, man. Welcome home, brother. <laughs> as I think I speak for the Hokie Nation on that one as well. Appreciate you. And we'll, we're going to continue our shows here. Yeah, Wednesday we morning. Great. Yeah. And thanks for the folks that called in. Yeah, yeah, that's great. All right, we're going to take a break from one Hall of Famer to the next. David Teal joins us. Stay with us here on a Wednesday. Hey, Hokie fans and alums, have you ever wanted to throw an event or dine with friends with Lane Stadium as your backdrop? Well, now you can. University Club of Virginia Tech is now offering memberships with the complete club experience. You'll have member access to dine during the week, a quiet place to work, an incredible venue to host private events, and most importantly, a setting that fosters community and relationships. For more information, go to universityclubofvt.com. That's University Club of vt.com. 
This is Rick Watson, voice of the Radford University Highlanders and host of Big Dog Sports Talk. Let me tell you about my friend Louise Baker with the Louise Baker team of Long and Foster. If you are looking to buy or sell here in the NRV, I can think of nobody better to take care of your real estate needs than Louise. She's meticulous, very detail-oriented, and will work to make what can be a very stressful time as stress-free as possible. Call Louise today for all of your real estate needs. You'll be glad you did. For more information, go to nrvhomes.com. That's nrvhomes.com. First in Maine is a beautiful shopping center located right here in Blacksburg. It has the perfect mix of shops, restaurants, and entertainment. Grab some new shoes and accessories at Runabout Sports and Walkabout Outfitter to make your hikes around the NRV even better. Looking to grab a bite to eat? Well, First in Maine has great restaurants like Zoe's Kitchen, Bull and Bones, Avellino's, and El Rodeo. Looking for some family entertainment? Then check out B&B Theaters for movies, the arcade, and bowling. Visit First in Maine today. The official entertainment destination of Virginia Tech Athletics. 